3: Happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake an early break, full show ahead, Mike Schaefer in studio for the entire 7 o'clock hour as always, just about an hour away from that. You know what? Do you, have you watched any baseball
1: yet, this World mm-hmm. Series? You did. Watched a little last
3: night. That was uh, a, a no-hitter last
1: night. Ooh, I <laughs> didn't, that got by me. Um, I saw it when it was 5-0. No-hitter. No hitter for the Phillies. Yep, well, for the Astros. Excuse me, for the Astros. The Astros <laughs> shut out right. the Phillies. Yeah. I,
3: I really haven't watched much of the World Series, but I would say this. Phillies fans were like, oh, yeah, well, this, this, this series is ours now. We just killed the Astros in Game 3. It was like 7-0, final yeah. score.
1: Up 2-1. This
3: is ours. It's our year, baby. Wow. This is for us. And then last night they said, not so fast,
1: my friend. The Astros.
3: Combined, no hitter. Combined, no hitter? Yeah, it was not one person. Okay.
1: No hitter, though, in the World Series. The uh,
3: Astros' Javier, the pitcher, had six innings, no hits, two walks, nine strikeouts, and then they had three relievers all go one inning. Mm-hmm. No hits, no walks, all strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Five strikeouts combined for those three re- relievers. 2-2. Pretty embarrassing to get no hit in the World Series. I'm just saying, I'm just saying Philly, you should be embarrassed today.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's embarrassing at any time to get no hit, but when you're in the World Series mm-hmm. and the world is watching...
1: Mm-hmm. Some of the world, except for us. <laughs> you got no hit. Come on, man. I wonder if people are watching that series. Well, I mean, we can we can we can look up ratings. We're not going to do that right now, though. But we'll look up ratings on that. I will look up ratings and report to you by the end of the show. World Series TV ratings. It's Phillies and Astros. Well, this is the first
3: year without Joe Buck. It's Joe Davis in that role. Hmm.
1: I'm sure that's going fine.
3: It might be. It's not the same, though.
1: But it'll be a step down I've, from
3: Buck. I've heard some calls, and I like Joe Davis. I think he's fine, the, the broadcaster Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, he's, but he's not Joe Buck. It's hard to replace Joe Buck.
1: I'm with you on that.
3: But again, I go back to my point, how embarrassing is it to get shut out in the World or to get no hit in the World Series. Imagine being in a national championship or the Super Bowl and getting shut out. Now there's one game versus 7 that they have in the NBA plus MLP. But
0: hmm.
1: Windy day yesterday.
0: It was idle, idle
3: chit chat sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care here in Lincoln.
1: Had to go to Kearney. That drive was I mean the drive yeah that yeah, that drive down from Kearney to Lincoln's treacherous. I you know, I'm saying treacherous. treacherous. Well, treacherous With because the there's a lot of traffic. So well, that's yeah, that's I-80. Surprising amount of traffic. Yeah, I-80, that stretch. You've got to be careful. You can't be on your phone jacking around. That's what I've learned. Um, I was on the phone the whole time. <laughs> I learned something. Hey, Were you texting on, or calling? Hold on. Can I can I tell you something? Oh, in, like uh, one of my friends will say to me before we go on the show, just say something interesting. Now, you're going to say, I know what you're going to do here. You're going to say, oh, I knew that. Or you're going to say, hmm, so? Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. I didn't know this. I did not know this till yesterday. I did not know this. I, you did. You're gonna say you knew it, but you didn't, because um, I didn't. Know. I'll, I'll be and honest. I, and I, I will be honest. Whatever this is going, I, it, and I can't tell you obviously who I was talking to, but it but it goes along with this Mickey Joseph discussion that he has no assurances that he'll he'll be here next season if there's a new coach there's no assurances in place i can tell you that okay okay mickey does not have those assurances and i was talking to this person who said well there's a really good example at nebraska of someone who they who they told you have to keep these staff members and he said no go bo pelini was not the first choice in late 2000 mm. 2007. No. i did not know this bo pelini was not the first choice who was Tom Osborne went to Jim Grobe.
3: Okay, I did know that.
1: And Jim Grobe turned down the job because, because Osborne wanted him to keep three or four staff members. You did not know that. I didn't know that part. I knew right. Jim Grobe oh, yeah.
3: was maybe the first choice. Yeah. But I didn't know the part that he had
1: yeah, staff he turned. There was one in particular, but the, um, and, and that was the deal breaker. So he went on to Bow. That's how Bo got the job. He was not first pick. Now, think about the ramifications there. You never would have had Bo Pelini at Nebraska. You would have Jim Grobe, who was the National Coach of the Year in 2006. No guarantee he works out here. No, but you just wouldn't have had Bo. You would have had a much different kind of setup. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Different Uh, type of tenure. Not saying it would be successful or not, not, but...
1: Yeah, he was good at Wake Forest. What's he was the national coach of the year at Wake Forest in 2006. Then had a nine and four year in 2007. So he was very hireable. Mm-hmm. Now he fizzled after that, Grobe. But yeah, I was—I had no idea. I had no idea. That's 100 percent, though. Okay. That's why they didn't. That's why Grobe turned it down. So you can't—that you can. I mean, there's—I'm sure there's cases where coaches have had previous staff member or members foisted upon them. But it's I I just can tell you that 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 Mickey's received no assurances no matter what Malachi Coleman has said. Just saying. Okay. There you go. Breaking news. Breaking. Breaking breaking news. It's not really breaking news. Well
3: it's kind of for those who didn't know it's kind of breaking news. Kind of. I mean
1: it's sort of, Jake, it's sort of common sense, right? it's kind of common sense. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to
3: assure anybody a spot on a next staff no. if they're not the head and, coach. No. And and
1: think if it's Mickey the power of Mickey if there's a if a, a new coach struggles out of the gate, which he could, then Mickey's there with with all of his popularity with the players and the fans. Our fans just kind of say you hired the wrong guy, uh, the right guy's that, on the staff. That,
3: that sounds like a problem to me. Though. I know.
1: That's a big it's problem big Problem. Yeah. yeah. Big problem. That's tricky. All that yep. stuff's tricky.
3: Sure is. We'll see how it goes down. 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Okay. Yes. Yesterday, Mark Whipple and Bill Bush were at the podium. Sip. Talking about Nebraska, Minnesota, and, and talking about what happened against Illinois in the loss. And Mark Whipple said that Chubba Purdy wasn't exactly fully healthy last week. <sighs>
1: I mean, I feel like what Whipple did yesterday was just try to muddy up the water and make it's us confused. Very possible. Just muddy up the water. Yeah, Casey might play. Um, Trouble was hurt. He's fine now. Yeah, we might play too. We'll have, we'll see how Casey. I mean, it, it just he just got nothing. If you look at, it, it's just a big pot of stew, and you don't know what's in it, right? Just a bunch of words. Yeah. I mean, what, what what's the news here?
3: Well, I think that I think if you go back to Saturday, I think there's. Mark Whipple's trying to ex- maybe explain why Chuba didn't look pre- didn't look prepared because he didn't practice the last couple of days the last week right. is what he's saying.
1: He was hurt but now he's healthy. Now he's
3: healthy. <laughs> Whatever that means what- Exactly. <laughs> if if you want to take him for his word, Mark Whipple yeah. and say okay, well this is a reason why Chuba looked so rough. Yeah. In the second half when he entered the game sack. That makes
1: sense. He missed a couple practices late last We're week. We're
3: trying to find reasons yeah. for things. And, and that, pl- yeah, Explanations, that uh-huh. excuses.
1: And that does make sense, right? He looked like a guy who missed two practices be- before the game. He did. He did not look like a, a guy that was prepared for the football game. Oh. And, and there you go. There's a plausible explanation, I think. It could be Whipple having having Chubb's back, too. Um... It's. I mean, isn't it interesting to you that Whipple went there and Mickey didn't? Mickey I, spoke know. to the media on Tuesday. One day later, Whipple's up there saying Chubba was hurt. We didn't know that.
3: Well, either Mickey's not into excuses and just says, you know, this is what happened. We're moving on. Or they're on different pages right now,
1: Whipple and Mickey Joseph. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But anyway, so what we got out of it was this. He did say that Casey Thompson practiced some yesterday and is better, okay? He did say that Chubba, he went to Chubba on Sunday and said you're probably going to be starting against Minnesota. Now, then he's kind of backed off that though, right? And he said he could play two. And they both had good practices and they're sharing – Logan Smothers and Chubb are sharing reps, sharing reps. Um, so that indicates to me that they're going to use both if Casey doesn't play.
3: Well, as Corey points out, if you go, if you flash back to Saturday and then we'll flash forward like you just did. Okay. <laughs> Corey says the news here is why the hell was Chubb playing if
1: he was hurt and wasn't practicing, mm-hmm. which is a fair question to ask. Um, yeah. And I think halftime was a little rough. I've heard halftime in that locker room was a little rough trying to get this ironed out. True fact. I mean, it was it was there's tension. Well, I assume there probably was because yes. Well, yes. let's
3: let's let's replay this, rewind to the end of the second half and halftime of last week.
1: Nebraska leading nine six. Casey
3: Thompson is yeah. Nebraska's up nine to six. There's a drop pass by Ramir Johnson. They throw a pick two plays later. Casey gets hurt that same play leaves the game. They punt. Next drive in comes Logan Smothers. End of the first half.
1: Yeah, it was. Illinois had a long drive after Logan three and out. Yeah, no, yeah, field goal that made it twenty-three nine. It well, was. A field I, I goal. said nine to six. Well, it, was, it was nine to six when
3: Casey exited the game. Then, then, then they then scored it, a touchdown. Then,
1: oh, then Illinois scored a touchdown. Right. Then Logan came in three and out, yep. and Illinois kicked a field goal. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, th- they kicked no, a field it was goal. A touchdown.
3: They went up. It was thirteen to nine, then sixteen to nine. I'm pretty that. sure. I don't think it was nine nine this ball game.
1: Well, I'm gonna give you once the, you
3: confirm that. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna confirm it right now. Okay, so here's what happened. Yeah, yeah it was it I was 13-9. Right.
3: No, I'm right. <laughs> it was 6 no. to nine, 9 to 6, and then it was 13-9.
1: Okay, we're going to resolve this right now. When Casey got hit with 631 oh, yeah. left, Nebraska led 9 to 6. Illinois went on a two-play 11-yard drive. Short field. Oh yeah, yeah. So Jones. they went up 13 to 9. See? And then Logan came in. And it was a three and out, right? And then Illinois drove to a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: so you're, you're right. You're your memory right. is fading. You're, you're right. You're 20 right. Twenty to nine they, was the halftime. Yeah, score, they, you're so. right. I'm bad. My they bad. Had so two anyway, touchdowns within six minutes. Yeah. So
1: days. then Nebraska's is in trouble.
3: Yep, that's right. So again, but but My bad. But let's <laughs> that let's that try and take ourselves into the locker room. Let's let's try. Let's go back in that moment. Oh. We're not there, but let's assume. Okay, if, if it was rough, yeah. I understand why. If what Mark Whipple said yesterday was true. Mm-hmm that Chubba did not practice the last two days of last week Uh and was hurt and then got healthy Mm -hmm. enough to play in the game or for this week. It it should be concerning that he played that football
1: game. Here's what Whipple said about it. It Quoting Whip, Whip, it probably wasn't fair to Chubba. He did not practice the last two days of the week. He really wanted to play, and then he got hurt. He's fine now. Going back, I don't know if I should have played him or not. That's why Logan went in the second quarter because I wasn't sure where Chubba was. When I looked in his eyes at halftime, when I looked in Chubba's eyes at halftime, he said he was good, but he wasn't really prepared mentally. I think we let down when Casey Thompson went down. Well, yeah. And I think it gave Illinois a boost. Oh, yeah, this, is, this isn't this is a great uh, look for Whipple.
3: Uh, that's a concerning set of quotes right there. Yeah, it you. is.
1: It is. It definitely, it certainly is. It's not. I mean, it, it, it doesn't appear. Well, we have the benefit of hindsight.
3: We do, but but how many? Again, I was watching the game. You're watching the game. I thought I don't think Chubb was the answer right now. Maybe you go back to smother. It didn't appear like he was progressing in the game when his appearances. No, we were right?
1: saying. Uh, yeah, what's not hindsight is we were saying live. He don't look ready. That's what I kept saying. I just kept saying it over. And, yeah, he and now right. we
3: have a reasoning for that, which makes it more baffling that he was the guy instead of Logan Smothers. Now, again, I don't know how much Logan was practicing either that's in terms of reps.
1: Yeah, that's what we but,
3: know. but the question is going to be this. Who was the healthier quarterback?
1: If if Mickey said number two was the number two quarterback, Chuba, in this case, it was hard getting him reps, then then you know number three's not getting many. That's That's what we're talking about. So – yeah, you're in a spot at that point. And then it goes into that broader discussion of why do you use a one-station practice? Um, get guys reps. These guys weren't ready. Trevor well, wasn't ready.
3: Especially, as we've discussed many times in the show, when, when Casey takes all these hits that he takes. When you have an offensive line that is struggling to the levels that Nebraska's is. You almost have to have two stations. you got to get the other guy's reps. You have to.
1: Casey getting hurt was an eventuality.
3: Right? We all said that. And the whole state said that. Right. It wasn't just this show. Every show in the station said that every person that watches Nebraska football mm-hmm. has said, hey, there's probably a strong chance that Casey gets knocked out of a game. What sometimes. did I say?
1: I, I think I was saying four weeks ago they were going into a game, and I, what did I keep saying? I better get chubber ready. Better get chubber ready. Or
3: lo- anybody. Somebody. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't live in this fantasy world where, where Casey just survives every one of these big hits he takes. Now, this was not a big hit. It was a wrist. To, you know, he got hit in the wrist, and I'm, it's, we're lucky it was just that. You know, it's, it sucks there's an injury, but it wasn't like it's something that knocked him out completely
1: or a concussion of that level. Back to Casey. Casey Thompson practiced some on Wednesday, according to Whipple. But redshirt freshman Chubba Purdy would probably, air quotes, get the nod this week. Okay, so that's what we're looking at. Um, odd though. Again, odd. Purdy and sophomore, Logan Smothers have split reps with the number one offense. It, they're they're it, not
3: convinced who they should go with.
1: No, or they're just sending up or Whipple just said, watch this guys. I'm gonna go to this media session, I'm gonna say a bunch of things about the quarterback thing, and they're gonna uh-huh. come up, they're gonna come out going, I have no idea what's going on. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna muddy it you up. You think he did that intentionally? It's possible. I want to muddy it up. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Casey might play, okay. Then I'm gonna say Chubba is the guy, but they're splitting reps right now, which would indicate what? If there's if Chuba were the guy, they wouldn't be splitting reps, okay? See what I'm saying? Oh yeah.
3: What? Well, here's here's what I'm going to say. I say. I think you better hope that he's playing chess with this. Yeah. That he's not speaking. What's actually happening in yeah, practice?
1: Because then it's just a mess. Yeah, I, I, I think
3: you. I think you'd better hope as a Nebraska fan, if you're trying to still have some results of success this season, mm-hmm. that your theory that he is trying to muddy things up for Minnesota, saying what the hell's yeah. going on, Nebraska, yeah, yeah, that that's the case, and not this is reality. Mm-hmm. Because if it's reality, it appears to be a giant mess. Yeah,
1: I think he's trying to throw up a smoke screen. I, I, I called a, a strange smoke screen, different colored smoke to confuse Minnesota and confuse us. <laughs> um, so that there you go. I mean, the, now, Mickey talks to the media today. He, I don't think he'll give you much more than this. Whipple said they will decide on Friday who the starter is. I am. I am. Now, I'm not. I'm not counting on this, but I would not be surprised if it were Casey. I would not be surprised if by Saturday that he's good enough to go. He doesn't have to practice. Yeah,
3: again, th- that might be a good thing for Nebraska. Yeah. He doesn't have to. Okay, yeah. if we'll get we'll see we'll see what Casey has. Yeah. How healthy is Casey? Yeah. If it appears right away he's not healthy, then okay, we got guys that we're going through practice finally getting a bunch of reps. Yeah. In both and mothers, they appear be. to be prepared for yeah. Minnesota.
1: Could be really helpful.
2: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net-carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.
1: I don't
3: know. It's just another mess, though.
1: In the, I mean, they're, they're about ready to face a team that allowed only 134 yards to Rutgers. Not in the first half. That's for the game. 134 is all Rutgers got on them. Yeah. There's a seventh ranked defense nationally. I don't think they're as good as Illinois Illinois defense, but it's good. It's good, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's going to be a problem to move the ball. Yeah. Let's get a couple phone
3: calls coming in 402 464 5685. If you can hear me, you're on an early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead.
0: Vince from Napa, A-ho. California. Good morning, fellas.
1: Vince.
3: Good morning to Mister Capsize the Boat.
1: What's on your mind,
0: Vince? Let's see. Well, uh, well, well, One one thing that I've heard talked about, you know, not just this morning, as in you know this this show or this segment, but I've heard it talked about previously, and I think it speaks to why. Um, I think it speaks to why Nebraska has been has been so poorly developed, and it kind of makes me wonder how long it's been going on. Is that you know? I mean, I hear, hear, you know, you I hear you talking about a one-station practice. Well, to me, that's an absolute recipe for lack of development because, you know, and then I hear, you know, and then I hear Coach Whipple saying, you know, talking about how well they don't get the quarterbacks don't get reps during the week; they get mental reps. They got the damn game to take mental reps. The game is where you take your mental reps practice is where you need act. Practice is where you need actual reps. Now, obviously if the starter gets hurt, you know, naturally there's going to be, you know, somewhat of a drop off between the starter and, and, and the, um, and the second team guy or the third team guy, but you're, <clears throat> but at least if the guy gets reps in practice, you know, at least if the drop off isn't so precipitous to where, to, to where it is, to where it's just blatantly obvious. And, um, and so, and so anyhow, so so anyhow. Let me ask you this, Seth. I mean, to your knowledge, how long is Nebraska? I mean, cause I know it, 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 in the Osborne era they did multiple station practices. They might have done it during the sol. They did the They did. did, it in the they, did. How, they did. Okay. So how long has the one the one station practice thing been going on?
1: Well, Ry- <laughs> Ry- Riley. Well, uh, Callahan for sure. Riley split it up at times. They they were they were going on two fields um frost i think was generally one um remember we don't see the media here vince does not see practice so we just we don't we literally don't see that part of practice so it's sort of hard to judge now you can get guys reps in the one station system it's the NFL system, and Vince, I would tell you this: I think most teams do use just the one station. It's not that's not a un, that's not unique to Nebraska.
0: Hmm. Right, but well, but anyhow, you know, well, well, but anyhow, you know, well, well, something, well, well, something needs to be done because, uh, you know, I, I think the multi, you know, to me, a multiple station is the way to go because, like, you know. Because, because guys, you know, because the backups need, you know, need some kind of reps. Even if you're going ones versus one on one side and twos versus twos. Now, twos versus two, it's probably not going to tell you where a guy's at, but at least if nothing else, he's getting reps, and, mm-hmm. if, and at least if he gets in the game, he's going to at least look like he knows what he's doing. But mm-hmm. you know what, though, fellas? Oh boy. We do. Regardless, we do. We do still have a football game on Saturday. Regardless, we still do have a football game on Saturday. And you, and, I, and you know, and you see P.J. making his clown show of row the boat, row the boat. You want to know what I want to do with that paddle? Use that paddle, what they used to do in school. Use it for some corporal punishment on P.J. You should want to know something? When it's time to kick off, it's time to kick ass. Let's go. Use that paddle on his rear end. Oh, my
3: God. Wow. Fence is getting aggressive. Yesterday, it was capsized the boat. Today, it's used the paddle on PJ's rear end. I gotta say, I wasn't expecting. That. I, was I was not. I was not expecting that uh, today. No, I
1: and I appreciate that. I appreciate the unexpected. Use the paddle on his rear end. <laughs> PJ. That's quite a f- image. As um, Greg in Myrtle Beach has chimed in. Hello, Greg. Good morning.
3: He says, says, our smokescreen won't bother P.J. Fleck. He's proven he can thump us at at home with half of his team. Go back to 2020. 31 players. COVID year. I thought it was 34. It was was 30-something. 30-something. 30-something players for a team that already could not stop the run that season. Mm -hmm. Came into Lincoln. Nebraska chose to not run the football. Yeah. And they lost to P.J. Fleck mm-hmm. without 30 players with COVID and a team that could not stop the run.
1: I was talking to a Minnesota sideline reporter yesterday, Justin Gard. You know, he was at that game, but he had to drive. Like, that. those type of people had to drive on, the, on their own because of COVID. So he drove here on his own, and he was, he was telling me about how when he was driving back, he turned on the post-game shows. Okay. And he was mesmerized by it, how – How angry people were. Oh, he listened to Nebraska Post. Yeah, Nebraska Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, he was mesmerized. (laughs) Really? The fact that we were going into the game about what the game plan should be and they didn't do the game plan.
1: The anger struck him. Well, Um, he should listen
3: to more post game shows around here. And
1: the amount of calls and the rants. Like he said, he heard like a four minute rant and he just figured that was like Jake Sorensen. uh, You know, that was a caller. That was a caller. (laughs) That was a caller.
3: By the way, we will have Justin Gard tomorrow, 7 yes. a.m., a little Minnesota preview from the sideline reporter himself. And he is
1: a very, very astute Minnesota football fan well, Fan and, and the sideline reporter. I mean, he's got great insight, so that'll be good. 7 o'clock tomorrow. 7 a.m., Minnesota football
3: sideline reporter. I think we have another call here. Should we try? Let's try Should it. Should we check and see if he's still there? If you're here, if, you're, if you can hear us, you're on early break. Go ahead. Steve, Jake, I am still here. Good morning to you guys. Chris at the Baldwin shop is on a roll.
1: How are things there, Chris?
4: Uh, well, very good, Steve. You know, we're just chugging along up here. Um, yeah, at daylight savings time, we get a, everybody gets an extra hour's sleep. Now I'm making that high-D small talk.
0: Steve here, Jake. I, don't so I, want, yes. I want to
4: throw that in there because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where I shop down south is with the high V. So I want to, I want to throw that in there. Okay. But, uh, hey, Steve, Jake, you know what? It, it, if if anybody from Las Vegas was listening to you guys earlier mm-hmm. about what was going on with, with the, the coaches at halftime there last week and stuff, I think that point spread will probably go from 15 to about 25 this week. Yeah,
1: maybe. It said 16, it's at sixteen. It jumped to sixteen. Yeah, as of up, today.
4: up to sixteen. Yep. God, you know, I, I, this is this stuff's unbelievable. We're we're probably Steve Jake on the way to a three and nine record. The way it looks right now, I mean, it looks like it's a mess over there, and and, and we were three and nine last year. But last year, it's, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Last year, it felt a little better if a three and nine record can feel good. Oh yeah, definitely
1: um, did. It was You know,
4: uh, we, we had a little better defense last year and, you know, Steve, Jake, the, the, the quarterback situation, I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I have a gut feeling that Casey Thompson may start this Saturday. I don't, you know, I don't know what's going on over there. Steve, you've got the, you, you guys have a lot more insight over there. we us on the outside here, we don't know anything. So, uh, but, you know, I've pounded on this for years here that we're still not running the football. And, and you know, we're coming into a game here where, where we're probably going to need to run the football. Um, you know, I think, Steve, you said it perfect there yesterday or the day before that, that we're just facing cloned teams right now. Illinois, Minnesota, Wisconsin, now Michigan's a different animal, but, uh, uh, Iowa, those teams are just clones of each other almost pretty much.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, they're going to, they're going to try to muscle us, which they, they can muscle us. They have in the past. So, um, I don't know guys, it, it's, it's going to get hairy here down the down the line. I, I, if, uh, if Nebraska does not win this game Saturday, I I, I fully expect another three and nine season. But uh, you know, we'll see what happens. And as far as the coaching thing goes, you know, I, I just don't even know what to think about that. It's it's just kind of ridiculous, and and uh, to speculate right now who who it's going to be. It's but uh, uh, Steve, I I, I want to say one thing about what you said after I, I hung up yesterday okay. about, uh, about the, uh, patients growing yeah, up yeah, there, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, and I, I'm really talking about individual long time season ticket holders. I not, not the corporate corporations that have seats like down to the, to the South of me, to the right of me, there's about eight seats there that are, I think from the North Platte state bank, Mm-hmm. And there's different people there every, every week. And, uh, and actually, you know, on, on the day after Thanksgiving, when Iowa plays, I have a place, i a lot of times there'll be a lot of people b- dressed in black and gold there, you know, and, uh, there's a, there's a couple of guys that sit behind me that's, that's uh, in uh, pretty elderly and they've been, they've been up there longer than I have. They've been up there since the fifties. And, uh, you know, he, he just, or just, this guy told me, he says, you know, I, I don't know how much longer I, I just want to sit here and watch this. You know, he says, he says, it's good to come and watch football, but he says, you know, uh, the, the big thing is Steve, you know, uh, Jake, they're paying 1500 to $3,000 oh, yeah. per seat yeah. just to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that goes into the equation too. Yeah, sure. But, uh, Anyway, guys, you know, it's, uh, it's a good conversation. Hey, like we've, well, like we've said, winning would take care of everything.
1: I guess, yeah.
4: If you're winning, it, I think it would take care of everything. Yeah. So uh, I never thought I'd see the day, uh, Jake, where I, I, I'd like to see the scalpers out in front. Because that probably means that things are going pretty good inside that
1: stadium. Good point. But, uh, God, you anyway, don't see guys, that. Yeah. Hey,
4: great show again, and I'm going to hang up and and uh, we'll talk to you next week about uh, the Minnesota game. Okay, All right, Chris, okay,
1: thank okay. I, yeah. Thank you, Chris. I want you to think about something, Jake. Think about this. Think about the grassroots fan. Mm. Okay, how far is Crofton away? Three hours. Okay, say take somebody in Crofton or take somebody in Hebron, um, or hell, maybe even Grand Island. Eleven o'clock. Start on Saturday, 11 a.m. If you live in Crofton and you want to come to the game, you got to get up in the while it's still dark.
3: You know, if you're coming that day, yeah, yeah. you
1: probably got to get up at probably what would you say, 4 a.m., five.
3: Yeah, up at five probably. Yeah,
1: up at five. And then, you know, you're going to drive in the dark, and I mean, you're going to get up in the dark. You're going to drive in the dark, and. You know, you're going to get there – if you're going to get there by 9 o'clock to tailgate, it's quite a day. Yeah, it's a long day. And that's a, quite a sacrifice. It is. For, for what and, you're seeing right now. And people still do it. I know. And I, But those are the ones I'm wor- I wonder about a little bit. Are we going to do this, honey? Or should we just give the tickets to the neighbors? You know, if you live in, if, if you live in North Platte and you're going to try to do the game day thing that day, you're getting, you're getting up in the middle of the night. In driving in the dark on the interstate. That's not easy See, to the, do.
3: The thing is this, though, is it, people will still probably do that. There, it happened, There's seven Saturdays a year, 52, right? right. that you have a chance to watch a football game in Nebraska.
1: And it's force of habit, too. Force of habit. I
3: mean, it, it, it is honestly, it's, it's partly in your scenario for the party at that point. A the tailgate.
1: Yeah. And it's supporting the program. It's supporting. It's supporting the program through thick and thin. There's that too, but yeah. It's, but but there has yes to, to be a threshold, here, right? Right. There is a threshold. I mean, I I know I'm not. I can't be a fan. I am I'm not allowed to be. But I was angry last Saturday. I found myself feeling kind of like this is this is this is a horrible day. <laughs> I mean, it's well, it horrible. I mean, it, it ha- it's
3: been like that a lot though. Yeah. I mean, as Chris said last year, I mean they might go three and nine again, it, but it feels felt
1: way different. like
3: last year was like, they were competitive. It's like you, you were you felt like you were actually close to doing something, mm-hmm. even though you were three and nine. Yeah. Every game was close against the good teams. Ohio Michigan. State, you Michigan. Had Ohio Michigan was a great football game. Yeah. Ohio State was a good football
1: game. Yeah, you had those teams on the road. Everybody. Yeah.
3: The Wisconsin game was a good football game. We were there. It was a great game mm-hmm. in Madison. Fell short
1: again. Yeah, they played hard. Those running backs. They were down to the nubs at running back, and those guys ran hard. Um, You know, guys that aren't even on the team anymore. And that kid from Florida, was his name, Scott? Marvin Scott. Marvin Scott third. Savion Morrison, wasn't he playing that game too? No, no, uh, it was uh,
3: Brody Bell. Brody Bell. Brody Bell, who's on the team still. Yeah. yeah, that was interesting.
1: Yeah, Marvin Scott ran hard that game. He did. I don't know where Marvin is. I don't, I don't know where he's at. Let's check that out during yeah, the break. okay. Okay.
3: Uh, We'll take more of your calls and text 402-464-5685 next on Early Break
0: in the Tick. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar.